Blog Talk Radio. Oh, God. Great start, as always. <laughs> yeah, that came out a lot louder than it was intended. Yeah, I can't hear out of my left ear, I think, any ever again. Any ever again. <laughs> That's good. That one's that one's never as good as the right ear anyway, so. Ah, as long as you got okay. that one. <laughs> I'm right-eared myself. I'm Peter Jenkins. <laughs> I'm Kevin Jake. And uh, truth be told, I don't really feel all that hot right now. <laughs> I woke up kind of sick this morning, but the show has to go on, so we're going to power on through. Damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll see how, how long this goes, but we're going to try and make a good show out of this anyway. Just like all of our other shows. Just <laughs> yep, just audio gold. <laughs> That's what uh, we strive yeah. to produce. Yep. No. But <laughs> anyway, first order of business on this week's episode uh, is we're going to keep going with our look at the Friday the Thirteenth series. Uh, we're up to part six by now. <laughs> Apparently there's some kind of weird minstrels having a, a festival over in <laughs> your end. Oh, we're just excited. I don't know how the hell you're able to hear them. <laughs> the TV's on like like the lowest volume ever, but all right. <laughs> it's just it's ready. You can't deny him that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so yeah, All right. Friday the 13th, part 6, Jason Lives. Yay. <laughs> He's back. I think they basically had to put that in the title just because they were like, come on back, everyone. We're sorry about the last one. Jason's in this one, I swear. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> I think 5 did pretty bad, so... They uh, they decided to bring Jason back this time, and they wanted to make sure everybody knew <laughs> that they weren't getting hosed again. And there was, you were definitely going to get some Jason early and often in this movie. But never really. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Jason in this movie. I'll give him that. Yeah, there's a good amount of Jason. Um, I guess we should sum up what happened recently is uh, in part four, uh, the Jarvises eventually finally killed Jason, uh, stuck a machete through his eye, and he kind of slid on down and went right through his most of his head and just kind of tore shit up, 
So theoretically, he was finally dead. And then part five came along, still starring uh, Tommy Jarvis, and who is now like a crazy mental patient. <laughs> and this ambulance driver named Roy came along, and he went crazy after his son got killed and basically took on the form of Jason by creating like a mask, two masks actually, like a mask that made him look like Jason without the mask and then a hockey mask. And then just yep. decided to impersonate Jason and go on a murder spree. And uh, last movie yep. ended off with Tommy Jarvis putting on the, Jason, the old Jason mask and about to murder some lady. So this movie picks up right where that one left off and we find out what happened to that lady. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> they just decided to ignore nope. that completely. <laughs> And not even mention her. Mm, sounds about right. <laughs> Satisfying. So it seems like they definitely wanted Tommy Jarvis to be the next Jason, and that's what they were building towards, but this movie completely scraps all of that. And <laughs> so it's kind of unsatisfying, as many things are in this franchise. A lot of the continuity just gets tossed out the window every time. Yep. <laughs> but that's all right. Not so big At least it that. brings on a new story. A new story yeah. in every story. <laughs> that's true. It's like a constant reboot. Uh, you do it to me every time. Jason. <laughs> so this movie starts out somewhat similar to the last one where, like, Tommy was having a dream... Or maybe it was just a memory of watching people dig up Jason's body. Uh, except this time, it's Tommy Jarvis digging up Jason's body. Him and his buddy from the mental hospital, apparently they've escaped and are digging up Jason's body to make good and sure he's dead. <laughs> Even though he hasn't come back at all and there's no really reason for this. It's not like there were any other motive. murders going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst idea ever. <laughs> He was good and dead. Yep. <laughs> he was totally dead for about seven years. So you'd think by now he'd be pretty decomposed just on its own, but apparently not. <laughs> not all the way. Nope. He's still still got a lot of uh, weird black skin left on him. And uh, so he's... Jazz. <laughs> So they're digging, they're digging. Of course, it's a rainstorm and thunderstorm because why wouldn't it be? That's the perfect time to break away and go dig up a body just to make sure it's dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and at some point during all the action, uh, they jam this big metal pole through Jason's body, and that gets struck by lightning. <laughs> and... Jason basically becomes a Frankenstein. I guess the lightning strike brought his, his inanimate corpse back to life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which has got to be like... So far. If, yeah. If I was writing, like, what are the ways Jason could come back? This has got to be near the bottom <laughs> in terms of this would be good. Well, I did watch a behind-the-scenes or a making-of with this one, and the guy said he wanted it to make sure that this movie seemed more fantasy than the rest of the movies, where the other movies seemed... I mean, this is a stretch, but the other movies seemed like it was more 
realistic, where they wanted this one to be more bizarre. Like, even with the killings of this one seemed more bizarre than the other one. Yeah. Yeah, which I guess he, I saw that some of that too, where he was talking about like, he has a weird thing about like, the, I don't know, the the morality of these movies, I guess. <laughs> and the fact that it might be inspiring people to go out and actually do this stuff and murder people. So he wanted to make the kills like super out there and something that a normal person couldn't do. But I mean, a lot of people just ended up getting stabbed. So <laughs> I don't know how good a job he did of that. Some would say not so good. <laughs> I think anybody with a with a kitchen set could probably pull that off. But that's just me. <laughs> well, yeah, so we finally get we get Frankenstein Jason now up and about back in the world. Which by the way, like I, just me, like, why would they bother like burying Jason? Like, why wouldn't you fucking cremate that guy? <laughs> just to make sure. That's a good point. I see where you're coming from. But who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good argument. <laughs> it's part of the movie now. This is what we've, this is what we've got. It's part of history. <laughs> yep. That's just the story of Jason. Indeed. <laughs> So he's back in his new Frankenstein form, uh, you know, all fully zombified, essentially. <laughs> I don't know how he's still alive, but basically nothing can kill him at this point because he should already be dead anyway. So it's not like he really has any weak spots anymore. Can't, like, stab him in the brain. His brain's fucking dead anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he's pretty much zombie Hulk. Not so much yeah, Hulk, pretty like much the Incredible Hulk, but he is pretty much just like a... I don't know. He's got some sort of a mind. His mind says, I need to kill everything. <laughs> and I mean everything. He was yep. trying to go after children. It didn't even have a motive anymore. It's just after everything. <laughs> That's true. It's not like he was going after, like, horny teenagers this time. He was just like, I'll fucking murder kids. <laughs> even though my whole motive was me being a kid <laughs> and accidentally yeah, exactly. drowning. It didn't matter. He was after them all. Even that horrible, horrible paintballing scene killed them all, which made me happy, but still <laughs> crazy. I didn't mind the paintballing scene. I know you didn't. I know you didn't mind it. I, I liked it. <laughs> there's a, uh, what we're talking about is there's a scene in the movie where kind of, you know, separate from everything else, essentially, there's a corporate retreat going on in the woods where they're having a, like a, some offices having a paintball competition against each other. And it basically is just a reason to have more people there so you can get more kills in. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of, yep. it's so weird. Cause like everyone's so sexist at this company, <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a lady boss. So they're all talking shit about her behind her back and stuff. Or really not even behind her back, like right in front of her. And she apparently doesn't notice it's cause she's a woman. <laughs> yep. So good though. So good. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it because it's something different. It's something we haven't seen in these movies before. I don't know. Helps give this movie a little <laughs> bit of its own identity. <laughs> now hold on, hold on. Now you just said something that we haven't seen in these movies before. Let's take 
let's take a step back and try to figure out the reason why we haven't seen it in this movie before. Probably because that scene was stupid, so out of place, and then the characters were awful. Especially the guy with the glasses. <laughs> like, why was he just hopping around? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. It's not even a good way of hiding. It was just bad. <laughs> but anyways, this is such a small part of the movie. But, my God. My God. Now that I think of it, it might have been a good idea just to have that be the movie. Is you get better characters, well, obviously. Chuck- yeah, that's true. That was Chucky three. <laughs> yeah, it's been done. <laughs> yeah, except that was like a military academy type thing. This could have just been actual office people out there playing paintball, and then they just happen to keep getting murdered, <laughs> and they don't realize until way later that someone's killing them. Yeah, see, now you're talking. <laughs> yep. Offices and bosses. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. But, yeah, so that part doesn't really have much to do with anything, but I don't know. It was fun. There's a uh, triple decapitation in that part. Basically, the the lady boss and two of the guys end up getting decapitated all at the same time with one swing of his mighty machete. But the uh, the MPAA disapproved of that scene. So they had to basically cut so much out of it that you barely see anything. It's honestly kind of confusing what happened. (laughs) Yeah. They show so little. Yeah. That was a little weird. Which sucks because apparently the scene was amazing. uh, On that same DVD, it uh, has the special effects artist who actually helped create that scene where, like, I guess his boss was the main guy who made it. And he said mm-hmm. that it sucks so bad because they worked so hard on that scene and it looked amazing, and then they had to cut most of it out because of the, the triple thing. They, yep. they made all the, the the heads, the prosthetic heads and bodies, and there was a trigger that made the heads pop off at a certain time. And uh, I heard it was just amazing. And now, and now we've watched that. Yeah, I wish that would have been on the DVD, like in the deleted scenes or mm-hmm. something. So with all this work, you might as well. Especially since, like, they made the point in there. It's like, you, they show way worse than what we had for this triple decapitation nowadays. Oh, I know. Well, that that was one of their okay. uh, arguments. They said most of the stuff nowadays, yeah. you can get away with whatever. And now we got this bullshit. Yeah, you look at, like, Star or Hustle or something. Those are way worse, I'm sure, than just seeing three heads pop off. <laughs> Very, very much true. <laughs> All righty. But anyway, the, the main story has to do with uh, Tommy Jarvis is trying to get people to believe him that Jason is back being alive, which is all his fault <laughs> because he decided yeah. to dig up this body. And then <laughs> which, he pours gasoline on him and is going to like light a match and throw it at him even though it's a rainstorm. So that, that doesn't really work out so well. I mean, it worked out in the end of the movie where he tried to light the lake on fire. <laughs> That's true. He just needed a bigger body of water, apparently. More <laughs> water means more flammability. <laughs> yep. That's just science. <laughs> Plain old science. <laughs> So kind of like the last movie, like the Tommy Jarvis stuff in part five is my like least favorite part of that whole movie. Honestly, Tommy Jarvis in this movie is probably my least favorite part of the movie too. 
Yeah. It just seemed like a side quest, but I do like. Now I didn't mind the sheriff, but the main the main thing was the whole you know the the campsite like how all of them should be. But then you also had yep. the sheriff side side plot. Yeah, the Tommy Jarvis <laughs> and blonde haired chick side plot. There's just a lot of side plots, but I liked when I originally watched this movie. I thought this movie was trash. And it's still pretty bad. But <laughs> I like I like the concept of of um, Tommy Jarvis coming in, and I don't like that part. Um, but I like that <laughs> the sheriff is just so hell bent on him thinking that Tommy Jarvis is the killer, and he'll go to any any to the ends of the earth to prove that he's right by killing all of these teens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. <laughs> oh, he he really wants us to believe this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's what what logic that would have. Like <laughs> this is all some some trick. He really wants us to believe Jason's alive, so he murdered all these people. <laughs> Makes no sense. But it doesn't really hold a lot yeah, of logic. The problem I have is I guess it just got like repetitive. Where it's just like, oh, they arrest Tommy Jarvis, and he, they let him go, and then they arrest him again, and they let him go, and then they arrest him again. <laughs> it's just like, all right. <laughs> Seeing how yeah, this goes. True. They bring him to the state line and let him go. And, all right, get on, or I'll turn your balls into earrings. All right, so I'm going to be back <laughs> probably in a couple hours or something. All right, not a problem, yeah. but we'll be here. We'll be here to get you again. And you're just confused with the <laughs> conversation that they're having. Yep. His, like, attempts to, like, get away didn't even, like, were so terrible. <laughs> He's like, I could wait till the cops leave, or I could just run now and make them see that I'm going back. Yep. <laughs> and make them chase me on foot. This will totally work. I loved that part where he falls down in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the sheriff is just, like, it's Tommy Jarvis and the sheriff are on their way out of town, and Tommy Jarvis is in his own car, and the cops are in their own car, and they're on their way out of town. So Tommy Jarvis yep. sees the cemetery in which he uh, dug up uh, Jason, and he was trying to lead the police there to prove that he's not crazy, that he did dig up the body, and the body, you know, the hole's empty. So this whole chasing, like, my favorite is when he first goes into uh, the the cemetery. I can't remember the exact lines he used. It's just so funny. The sheriff is like, oh, motherfucker, come on, fuck. I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ah, fuck, 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 fuck. And then he just like, drives into the cemetery chasing after him. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was pretty great. <laughs> it's a good scene. And then Tommy Jarvis yeah. finally pulls over. Starts running through the graveyard trying to make it to uh, Jason's uh, what's his face? grave. grave site. Yeah, and then uh, unfortunately, the gravekeeper or the cemetery guy already uh, put it back up and he's completely. I don't know what the fuck, what the cemetery guy's problem was. I love that guy. He was pretty great. I'm not sure what, what purpose he served. He's like the caretaker of the cemetery who just likes to complain that people are fucking up the cemetery and get drunk. <laughs> Those are his two main hobbies in life. 
Well, he almost has three <laughs> hobbies. Did you see the behind scenes where this was supposed to be a scene where uh, Jason's Yeah, dad... it's the alternate ending. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's supposed to be a scene at the end of this movie where instead of the caretaker dying, which he does in the actual movie, like Jason kills him, but in the there was a the original ending for the movie that the director wanted to do was that the caretaker would be you know back in the cemetery and this mysterious man in black would like show up and he would you know basically give the caretaker money and he'd be like oh yeah Mr. Voorhees I've been taking such good care of your wife and son's graves. And then they'd kind of show the mysterious guy in the trench coat standing by the grave and looking at it. And then they'd kind of be setting up, I guess we would see Mr. Voorhees in the next movie. But <laughs> I guess the studio's like, nope, we never we're not doing that. that. <laughs> That's too many Voorheeses. I guess it's good that at least this one time they realized that beforehand and didn't put it in the movie. <laughs> And then just decide not to do it next movie, like they normally do. Which is yeah, exactly. It's the common trend. <laughs> yeah. Normally they would just have that, and the next movie would have nothing to do with it, and be like, "What the fuck was that well, about?" Anyway, after the cemetery <laughs> act, what we like to call the cemetery act, we learn more and more about the camp. Not so much about the camp counselors, but the camp itself, where they're actually starting to get kids for this, and it, it seems like it's supposed to just be a weekend thing. It doesn't because they said they're just there for the weekend. So I don't I don't know. That's that true. Whole, that whole they did deal, mention they might have to have the parents come thing. get the kids or something because we're not set up to run this. <laughs> so it seems like yeah, the parents also, probably aren't too far away. Oh, that's true. I, I it also seemed that this is one of the only movies, at least that I don't know. I never really realized them saying it before, but. uh they said it multiple times in this one that it was actually Friday the 13th. Yes. Yeah, I think since the first one, this was the only one that actually takes place on Friday the 13th. I know they mentioned it briefly in the first one with Mrs. Voorhees, but two I don't think does, and then three and four definitely don't because those are later in that same week. Yeah. And five I don't wow. believe did. That was just kind of whenever, <laughs> whenever Roy yeah. got his crazy pants on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get the kids with this one, and we get to see some uh, counselor stuff going on, actual counseling in these movies, which is unique. Yeah, this is the um, this is the first one since two that actually took place at a summer camp, or some kind of camp. True. And the only one that's Very actually true. had actual campers. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah, so we get we get that whole spiel, and Jason uh, picks people off like he normally does, starting with the counselors. Um, you know, during the actual nighttime, with some unique kills, I would imagine. We only get like one sixteen. <laughs> I don't think there's any boobaloobs in this one. Were there any boobaloobs? No, there weren't. Nothing. There's that one sex scene where she's got like her like a coat on, and it's kind of open, sure but you don't yeah. really see anything. Yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, I think yeah. A little kinda... bit of balls, which I didn't want to see. I definitely didn't want to see a little bit of balls. <laughs> I did like that sex scene, though. <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah. You got to keep going until the song's good. over. <laughs> Ten more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, how long is this song? 
then Jason cuts the power, and the dude's just like, ah. Oh. It's like, oh, no, you Which didn't. Was, well, the song's over. I thought the song was over. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. That, <laughs> I like that, that guy, that, that male counts, uh, counselor guy, when he was like teaching the kids about the uh, the Indians Indian rock and what that rock yeah. pile was. <laughs> he was just rambling on about nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I mean, th- there was the two female uh, counselors that started coming up with a card game called Camp Blood. And I was like, ooh, yeah. this will be it. But they never got any more details about it. <laughs> I, didn't need more I don't know how to play. <laughs> All I know is, is there the eye rolls I need to look up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been curious. We should look around online and see if someone ever actually came up with rules for that. <laughs> or maybe it's just Junk Driver. And uh, <laughs> you see if you hit the counselors or not. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's um, how it works. Yeah. Very popular. <laughs> it did seem like there was only the one dude counselor and there was like at least three like lady counselors. <laughs> it seemed like they put a lot of work on that one dude's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, they did. They sure did. He had to try to bang <laughs> like you all got three this. of them and he didn't bang any of them. <laughs> that's true. He had to go outside of the camp. <laughs> yep. He did not put his fingers anywhere, which is unfortunate for them. <laughs> they all well, clearly anyway. wanted it. So the story pretty fingering. much keeps going on and on and on, and then Tommy Jarvis gets all fucking, you know, high and mighty by coming back and then having a crazy weird-ass car chase with, oh, man, I think her name was Megan. Um, yeah, yeah. But gets into a crazy car chase with Megan, with the cops pretty much chasing after her because they didn't get supplies and hurry up to get back to the council or the camp. That way they could try to stop uh, Jason from killing everybody. But unfortunately, they were too late. But before I get to that, that whole part where Tommy <laughs> Jarvis in her laugh was a little, yes, a little much. <laughs> I love that part. Kept... <laughs> I didn't want to see Tommy doing that. <laughs> There's some things that should just be left to a boy's imagination. I mean, there was barely even that. They were showing camel toe pretty much in jeans. <laughs> yep. Or they really toe. were. Anywho. So, and I like that that was her uh, move. Like, the cops have already seen him there. Now you're just shoving yeah. his face in your lap, which is just going to make this worse when your dad finds out. Yep. And she just kept it down there. They already avoided the... Well, didn't really avoid the cops, but the cops were behind yeah. him, so like, he could probably get his head up. She's like, no, keep it there. That's how I like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lady. Yeah. I like that, Megan. She was sassy. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, so and then the cops <laughs> finally catch him, and then they bring him to jail, and they stay in jail for a horrible another getaway where they kiss their way out of there. I'm not even going to get in that whole scene. That scene's so stupid. So Yeah, um, I don't know how that worked. I get that that cop was stupid, but even beyond yeah, that, like, that's <laughs> idiotic. Just moronic, yeah. So that whole scene happens, and then... Where uh, the red dot goes, you bang. That was such a dumb bang. catchphrase. 
<laughs> Dumb cop. Well, anywho. So they uh, they book it. They try to get over to the uh, camp. Their father's already there or on his way there because they wanted to make sure the kids were all right because they had found a couple of the counselors or the, the male counselor court, I think his name was, uh, yep. and the whole camper uh, and th- th- that was destroyed and he was dead. And he's like, well, I got to make it to the counselors at the camp to see if they're okay and let them know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then he finds out pretty much everybody there is dead minus children. Yeah, and then, somehow all the children survived. Yep, somehow, but we're not entirely <laughs> sure yet. Oh, by the way, Jason seemed, uh, like, especially brutal this time around. Like, he was just, like, I think he was stabbing somebody, like, way after they were dead. And then, like, the, the one counselor, like, she just got, her blood was everywhere in that room. Yeah. Like, it was just smeared on all, every wall, every surface. It was like, damn. Jason went to town. He sure did. He didn't mess around. He also <laughs> carried around that black female's head everywhere, apparently, and decided to leave it in the police car <laughs> hours after he had already twisted that thing off. He's not sure what he was yeah. doing there. Like he's like playing practical jokes now, I guess. Yep. Oh, he's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and he definitely doesn't know his own strength because he ends up actually finding the sheriff. And they have a nice little, like, brawl. And it does look like, I wouldn't say the sheriff's winning. But, I mean, he's putting up a good fight, or at least compared to yeah, what he, other people do with Jason. Where, where it's not he got good. some good shots in. Yeah, he did. Um, he had all that rage. Yeah, so, Don't you hurt my daughter. Yeah. But, unfortunately, Jason had to hurt something if he can't hurt his daughter. So he just folded his, her dad in half, the sheriff. So he gone. Yep. He gone. <laughs> that was a brutal uh, one. Which is a pretty cool scene. Um, I don't know. It was a good scene. And then, yeah. uh, well done. Jason. Jason goes after what's her face because she's in with there with the kids. And I don't know why he didn't just smash her head in because he had smashed many heads <laughs> in. It seems like most of his kills <laughs> head smashing or head turning. Anything with the head. If his hands are on your head, you're going to die. But for some reason, his hands were on her head, and uh, Tommy Jarvis starts screaming over by the lake, come and get me, and he's like, no, I'll just let her go. I'll come back <laughs> yeah. to you later. I want to smash his you know, head got... first. Yeah. So that didn't make any sense, because he's a mindless zombie just killing things. He decided to avoid that one and go get Tommy. Yeah. Uh, so he lures him into the lake with uh, his grandmaster plan, where he said he needs to be put to rest where he was originally killed, which she technically wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So that part made he, no sense. He clearly survived that. I yeah. also wanted to know, where is he getting this from? Like, there was no, like, oh, I saw in a book about spirits. Like, you have to bring them to where they were fucking, you know, originally died. Like, he just came up with that out of nowhere and was like, oh, this is what we have to do. It's like, is which it Which, again, he didn't actually <laughs> die there. So... He comes up with this grandmaster yeah. plan to lure him into the lake, and then what his idea is, once Jason gets close enough, he was going to take some chain that he had tied around a rope, loop it around his head, and throw the rock, and then he would sink to the bottom. So Jason yep. starts walking towards him, and as he's doing this, <clears throat> he's going lower and lower into the water to the point where Tommy couldn't see him any longer, and what ends up happening is he decides to light the lake on fire. I don't know why, not that that would actually help you see 
in the water, but okay. So then he does that with Shindig. <laughs> um, and Jason grabs him once. He ends up breaking free and then grabs him a second time, but this time Jason's on fire. And, but he ends up getting the chain thing around his neck this time and tips the... Oh, my God, I'm dropping. Are you kidding me, Lord? No, you're kidding me. <laughs> This is we're getting the exciting conclusion. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I just got garlic everywhere. <laughs> so anywho, oh no! So he gets the chain around his neck, and just as he is about to push the rock off, Jason grabs him. He knocks the rock off. Or the, uh, Jason not gra- not only grabs him, but pretty much just puts all of his weight on this boat, which creates the boat to unfortunately break in half, having the rock <laughs> fall off, which is good. But the two of them fall into the water. Now, Tommy is not tied to the rock, but Jason is. So he's pretty much stuck to the bottom of this lift. But Jason's not letting go of this guy. So just like I said before, as soon as he gets his hands around your neck, you're going to die. But not this time entirely. So he gets his hands around (laughs) Tommy's neck, pretty much strangles him until he dies. (laughs) Or, or again, (laughs) he doesn't do a good enough job again. So uh, he, uh, he floats up to the top after Jason thinks he's dead. And then Megan screams and just swims over to Tommy, but Jason grabs her leg when she gets near, and he starts dragging her into the water because he's still floating down there from that rock. He can't get up. That rock's holding him down, yep. just like life does. <laughs> so what ends up happening is uh, Megan turns the boat, the, the, the rudder, uh, yeah, we'll call it the rudder, the motor of the boat, and it actually starts, the rudder actually starts hitting him in the face, and uh, causing some damage, and I think kind of cutting his That's neck. a lot of damage. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, there's a lot of damage on this one. But bits and pieces, this is a pretty cool effect. Bits and pieces of his face and mask are actually floating to the top of the water, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I suppose. Um, but uh, she ends up uh, distracting him long enough to where uh, she can get Tommy, drag Tommy back to shore, uh, do the worst CPR I've ever seen on anybody. <laughs> where she... She just kisses him a bunch of times. Doesn't really compress his chest until the, like the very end of that. That whole <laughs> this isn't CPR. Um, you're just getting the first base. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So <laughs> then she does. She ends up doing that. He comes back to life. Um, and I think they fell in love. And I think that's it. Yeah, although I wonder how long that love lasted, like when she realizes that her father just got bent in half all because Tommy Jarvis decided to dig this asshole up. <laughs> That's very true. It's not going to be true love. I feel like that's going to put a real kink in their relationship. Oh, well, she's a kinky one, so it'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, that's the movie. Uh, let's go through the categories, Kev. Let's get through those three three categories. Oh, okay. Uh, so we got best final girl. So far we're on Chris from part three versus Megan uh, from this one. Mm, Megan for sure. I like her sass. Yeah, I, don't I think like I'm with you on that though. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one needs that in their life. <laughs> no. Silly yeah, name. I think I'm with you. This is a close one. Like, just going off looks, I might have to still go Chris, but yeah, Megan was still pretty pretty hot, and she definitely seemed like she'd be more fun to hang out with. 
Yeah, that's and Chris is just always having Vietnam flashbacks every five seconds. Indeed. <laughs> um, let's see, we got Best Looking Girl of the movie. I mean, it might be oh. Megan again. Yeah, I might want to say Megan again, even though I'm not a really big fan of black chicks, but that black chick was kind of cute as well. <laughs> I mean, the one, like would, the girl that Court was banging, like, sometimes looked all right, and then sometimes looked kind of weird. She's a nagger, and I can't go with naggers. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you used the right vowel in that word. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of black chicks. <laughs> All right. Uh, best death. Uh, I would actually say that girl from the camper. When she gets her face pressed yep. into the uh, the metal, is definitely the best death in that movie to me. Yep. I'm, that was, yeah, that was on my list. I had either that one or the, the sheriff who got bent backwards. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Both of those were that good, but... Good. but yeah, I'm cool with the face uh, smash. That was just a cool looking effect. Yeah. It reminded me of Friday the thirteenth. I was happy with it. Yeah. And the uh oh I forgot we didn't mention like the awesome like Alice Cooper songs in this movie. <laughs> this is a movie that brought Teenage Frankenstein into my life back in the day. Uh, I can live without it. You know what move, or song <laughs> I can't live without? Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Or at least find the He's name. He's the man so, behind the mask? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That, that was great. <laughs> I did like that. That was also Alice Cooper. Oh, that is, that's Alice Cooper, too? Yeah, he he did apparently uh, a lot of the soundtrack. <laughs> I guess he was a fan. Oh, my God. That was such a great song. <laughs> I'm going to probably put that immediately into my playlist. Yep, I'm just I did that it. as well. <laughs> Thank you, Spotify, for giving me and creaming me. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, what about best character of the movie? I didn't even know that was a category. Best character? <laughs> yeah, that's what we added last time. Dang, I yeah. would probably say the sheriff. Hmm. Really? I like I like how ridiculous he was. But like, <laughs> I like you can get crazy that sense of caring and fatherhood towards the end of the movie. You're just like, oh shit, he fucked up, and now he's like, I gotta try to make things right, kind of thing. I like that. Yeah, I did like that he got a couple of licks in. That was pretty good. Yeah, he actually man. got a few hits on Jason. You gotta give him credit for that. I do give him credit for that. <laughs> Okay, I'll go with that. I think I was going to go lean towards the caretaker and his drunken singing, but I'll give it to the sheriff. It's he did a good job. Good, but not as good. <laughs> Even though he's got a fucking dumb ass for a deputy. Yeah, that's not his fault. <laughs> this isn't a category, but I'm going to go with it as a new category just for at least this episode. Worst character... That little fucking blonde girl. The little blonde girl. Oh. Why is this so bad? Is it just because she you, can't act for shit? You hate kids? <laughs> Her acting was the worst. I don't think she's the worst thing. I think that 
Uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. She wasn't terrible. <laughs> oh, she was pretty bad. Uh, I don't approve of her yeah, shenanigans. I, I will just say that because I can't think of anybody who's worse. <laughs> I guess all the other kids. Actually, probably the two boys. Oh, I, I like them. They're annoying every time. Those two are cool. Oh, they're so annoying. Ah. Uh, <laughs> What did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah. I liked it. They were just there to be comic relief, but I didn't mind it. Yeah. It definitely seemed like this one, I know the director said the uh, behind the scenes thing as well. He wanted to make this a little bit more of a comedy and make it a little bit more of like a wink to the whole series. Yep, as long as they're not against that. Yeah. (laughs) Which makes sense. You got to keep him what he is. Yeah. Although he did like putting heads in random places. (laughs) So he's got a little bit of a sense of humor, I guess. (laughs) More of a carrot top type of comedian. (laughs) More of a trunk full of props. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, uh, let's see. Next up, I think it's about time we start our search for the best Weird Al original songs. Oh, God. (laughs) We just finally finished the other one. We have to do something else. Uh, You probably already put in work for it, so might as well do it. You're not gonna like where this is where we're starting out either, because this uh, this first batch is not very good. <laughs> but luckily oh, yeah, the clips yeah, are yeah. short. <laughs> all right, get on with it. Hurry, please. So all the totally. Yeah, this was uh, going back to Weird Al's first album. Um, unfortunately, there was uh, it was a 12-song album. Like many of his albums, but there were seven originals, unfortunately, <laughs> only five parodies, uh, which leaves a lot of room for crap. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so really most of these I have not heard in 15 years uh, until cutting them up for this show. Uh, only two of these are actually like on my iPod. Because uh, most of them are just awful. <laughs> but even on the uh, the recent tour where he was playing, like, you know, mostly originals and stuff, like, he really barely played anything off this album. Because even Weird Al himself is just like, yeah, that that definitely was not my best. Like, I was 19. I was fucking stupid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it will get better from here, I swear. We could probably for now. do this entire thing in top ten of these without having to go to a bracket. Because there's not that many. I mean, there's a lot of good Weird Al originals, but I don't know if there's enough to qualify as much as the parodies do. I think we can at least get up to 32. Oh, God. There's definitely not 32. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, there, there will be 32, but at least 22 of them will be like, we had to put them on this list. <laughs> Twenty-two of them. 
I don't know. I think you'll be more surprised than you think. Oh, God. All right, let's get on with it. Yeah, not this week. This week you'll be, you know, unpleasantly surprised by how terrible they are. Uh, Starting with the first song on this, uh, first original song on this album. This is a song that even for me, who loves like immature humor, even I'm like, this is fucking too immature for me. (laughs) Um, Wow. This was... From the early 80s, so, the, you know, disco was still kind of around. Uh, so this was a song called Gotta Boogie. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these songs seem to be based in the disco age, even though it was like the early 80s. But I guess he had been writing them, you know, before he got a record contract, that type of thing. So here it is, Gotta Boogie. <laughs> that is not making the tournament. I'm going to guarantee that. Oh, it better be number one. <laughs> He's got a boogie on his finger and he can't flick it off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're better than that, God right, Al? Oh, <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Let's keep chugging along into the next pile of shit. Uh, Next up is a a blues number um, called the Buckingham Blues. I guess because this was probably all around that time where Princess Di and Prince Chuck or Prince fucking Charles, whatever they called him, (laughs) were all the rage and, you know, all over the tabloids and all that kind of stuff. So he basically wrote a song about, you know, how how hard it must be to be them and have such, you know, extravagant wealth and oh god, it must be terrible. It's it's not very good. <laughs> oh good, political. Now Chucky goes hunting and leaves Diane alone. So she fixes her hair and she talks on the princess phone. Chucky's still trying to figure out what his job's supposed to be. <laughs> they just make you sad. This is your idea. 
<laughs> I know. We'll get to the good stuff eventually, I swear. <laughs> Even like the next CD, I think are definitely a step, you know, in the right direction, more so than this. Um, next one on here, this one's okay. Um, it's a decent enough song, I guess. Like, I feel like he would do better with this if it were nowadays. Um, but it's a song called Happy Birthday. Uh, it's basically just about, like, you know, hey, the world pretty much sucks, but hey, it's your birthday, so happy birthday. Jesus. enough idea and obviously he likes singing about the <laughs> the bomb dropping back in the 80s it was on everyone's mind yep <laughs> uh, so I mean that's that's one of the better ones so you can imagine the kind of depths <laughs> we're sinking to <laughs> god damn it uh, yeah Next up, we got uh, Such a Groovy Guy, which is, I guess, another, you know, disco era type song um, about, you know, kind of the 70s and being groovy and making fun of that whole culture. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't hold up very well at all. Here it is. Imagine anyone at the time thought that was funny. <laughs> it's not funny. That's not even a good song. No. 
No, it doesn't even have like catchiness for it or anything like that. Nothing. Just this is a probably big part of that doo doo pie. Talked about. <laughs> oh God, no. Uh, okay, next up, another equally unfunny topic. The song's called "The Checks in the Mail." Uh, it's basically just a song about you know business people and the kind of bullshit business speak that they have. Super exciting. Mm. <laughs> Well, hey, how you doing? Have a seat, have a drink, boy, it's good to see you. What can I say? Oh, sorry, gotta run, we'll get together again. Say, what was your name anyway? Well, we're working on the problem, we'll get back to you soon. Yeah. But don't try to call me, I'll be in a meeting every afternoon for a year, maybe longer. Keep in touch, and thanks for dropping by and have a nice day. The check's in the mail. Hey, you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, bad times. <laughs> it's amazing how he got famous. It really is. Good thing those parodies were good. <laughs> oh, like this should not have been a whole album, apparently, with this few <laughs> number of actually good songs. All right. Uh, two more only, so that's good. Uh, I'll be mellow when I'm dead is the next one. I guess this is just kind of making fun of like hippies and I don't. I want to say yoga people, but I don't really know that they had yoga back then. <laughs> but you know those those types. Um, so here it is. about that one other than it's not good <laughs> uh, now this last song this is the last song on the album this is the one I would say I actually legitimately like um, it's not all that funny it's not like it's a laugh riot but it's at least a good interesting song and it 
you know, musically sounds kind of interesting, I guess. Um, it's called Mr. Frump in the Iron Lung. <laughs> It's basically about Weird Al visiting his friend Mr. Frump, who is a guy in an iron lung. And Mr. Frump, since he's in this iron lung, obviously can't say a whole lot, so he just has the breathing machine that's basically his only means of communication. And basically Weird Al does the, the sound effects for that by using the, the, the valve on his accordion. So it like lets the air out, so it makes it like an iron lung type sound. <laughs> he actually did do this one live uh, when I saw him this last time. And it was pretty pretty good, oh. so it was cool to see. But oh, here it is. Up. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's not gonna fucking split your your sides or anything, but that it's decent enough. Um, here it is. I visit Mr. Frump in the hospital. I see him most every day. When I see Mr. Frump in his iron lung, this is what I hear him say. You know, Mr. Frump is my very best friend. He's never a chum for a tease. He never tells me lies, and best of all, he never disagrees. I bring him candy and flowers every afternoon, sit down by his side and say hi. And then I ask him his opinion of the world situation, and I wait for Mr. Frump to reply. If Mr. Frump would say... All right, only put that one on the list. <laughs> yep, I think I'm with you on that. <laughs> That's really the only one worthy of ever being here, heard again by man. <laughs> the heck are you watching? Japanese game shows? <laughs> is this what the show has become? <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween now, but I have to put it on pause for having on one little thing. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right. Well other than that well, that's the last one. Oh. Yep, that's the last one. That's it for the album. That's so it. not exactly right. a, a Auspicious start, but. <laughs> well, you and I could both then do since we've both taken part in a video game review. Bam, bam, bam. So, that's the video game sound. <laughs> so, Kevin and I have both. Video, uh, video, uh, video games. Have played uh, Soul Calibur 6. Seems to be a mm-hmm. pretty big game, uh, the next newest fighter, if you will. So we played it. Yep. Um, what is your general... Not against each other. Kevin? <laughs> no. No, no, no. We'll get Never the, that. The pros and cons. We'll start <laughs> with the pros. What are the best parts about this game? Uh, well, um, 
the gameplay is nice. It's very much like the old Soul Calibur games. So if you like any of the other ones, you'll you'll enjoy this. They haven't done too much to change it, uh, really, for the positive or the negative. There's, you know, some cool stuff with the super move. I did enjoy that. That's a good addition. Um, and <laughs> obviously the biggest plus, which I think you can tell people even more about than I can, is the create a character mode and all the glorious things you can do with it. Yes. So, yeah, I agree with Kevin. The gameplay is fun. Uh, I definitely don't really have anything against the gameplay. It is more of what we grew to love, I guess, just playing throughout the games. Uh, I know you continue playing throughout the years, but I kind of stopped after two. Um, But I think it was the third or fourth one is when they introduced the customize your own character or create your own fighter kind of guys. Yeah, and I, I never really got to go in that department, but then I, I got this one, and <laughs> oh boy, you can just create whatever, man. You really can. I did learn that you can download other people's creations though as well. Yeah, that's what I was telling you about the other day. I saw that on there. I was like, holy shit! Like, I wonder if I can download yours because that would be cool. No, uh, you should be able to. You should be able to. Oh. Um. I'll send you Google Man. But, yeah, the customized <laughs> character thing is pretty great. Um, there's no doubt about it. It's a lot of cool stuff on here. Uh, a lot of people have, like, posted a lot of stuff on YouTube and on Facebook and shit like that because, I mean, you can have – oh, let me go into my cast of characters here. So you can have uh, Batman, the Crow, Donatello from the Ninja Turtles, Aquaman, uh, Blastoise, uh, Thanos, uh, Bowser <laughs> – I made, or I didn't make this Deadpool. This is one that I downloaded. Uh, the Deadpool <laughs> one. Uh, Gordon, you know, the guy with the big dick. Uh, Lobo. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, guy Lobo. Fietti, uh Scorpion <laughs> and Sub-Zero. I got Aladdin, Dracula, Aang from Airbender, Darth Maul. Uh, I've got Caitlyn Jenner and the Mind Flayer. <laughs> Bob Ross. Ronald McDonald, Skeletor. Um, oh, my God. I need to start looking know, into the these and how to download them. <laughs> all the classic Soul yeah. Calibur characters are there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a great one. Uh, I made Taco from uh, – or I didn't make Taco. Oldham made Taco from the Adventure Zone, so that's really cool. Um, I didn't make too many. Most of the ones I sent you yesterday were ones that I downloaded from the uh, place. I did make Ronald McDonald and Skeletor. Yeah. That Skeletor looked Um, legit. That's pretty great. Yeah. I like that one. That's pretty cool. I saw a really good one earlier that looked more true to the Skeletor, but this one looked really cool. I like him. Um, Now you just got to make He-Man, which you probably could. (laughs) Yeah. He-Man's easy to make. Um, Yeah, and I made Bob Ross, too. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, there's so many characters (laughs) that are in here. It's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, it's still a lot of fun uh, making the characters. So the cons, for sure, are uh, there's – it seems to be an Xbox One problem. Uh, so the load times for this game are absolutely atrocious. These yes. load times – I mean, you're waiting maybe a minute or two between each match, which doesn't sound like a long time. But when you're sitting there, the matches only last maybe two minutes. So when you get yeah. through a match, sometimes not even that long. 
because you knock people off the damn thing. Like you, uh, to get gold in the arcade mode, you have to finish eight rounds in six minutes. So that gives you about an idea of how long it takes to complete these matches. So mm-hmm. to wait in between each one of these matches, I got to wait longer than the, the how long I'm playing for. It's just yeah. ridiculous. It's absurd. Yeah. So uh, because of this, especially reason, given what you're getting. Because it's not like yeah. these graphics are like going to blow your socks off. There's like nothing you've ever seen before. They look so realistic. You could touch them. They look pretty much like the last game looked, <laughs> which is good. They're not terrible graphics by any means, but it's not that advanced to where it should be taking this long to load. Right, exactly. The graphics, a lot of people are saying that they're great. I don't know what the, like, it, every time I see a review on this game, it's mind-blowing how positive they are about this game. There is, I'm not saying it's a terrible game. Well, let me go through the rest of the cons real quick. So, yeah, the load times are atrocious. I don't think the graphics are that good for 2018. I mean, we've got other games mm-hmm. like Injustice 2 or even Mortal Kombat X that came out years ago that look way better than this. Uh, maybe not way better, but definitely better than this. And the loading times, yeah. I don't sit there and wait talking forever. Um, but so with that being said, they uh, – the load times are so bad that when you go to do an on-playing ma- or online uh, match with like either matchmaking, like Kevin and I are trying to play, or uh, just through the ranked matches that are online, the load times, people are trying to figure this out, and for a lot of people it seems to be working, to where if you go and press ready, like you're readying up to go fight, the load times are so long that the delay in the load time is creating... Uh, I miss the disconnect with the, the internet, so you can't actually get into the fight. So it's so long that before it actually can connect, there's an error. The, the game's thinking, yep. oh, it's taking too long, your internet sucks. No, it's taking too long because this game sucks. So <laughs> what's going on is you can't get into a lot of ranked games. You can't get on the match uh, match play. So a lot of people have, have trying to come with backdoor ways of doing it and the the biggest way that everybody's saying that seems to be working is the way that Kevin and I have been trying it, but it that doesn't seem to be working for us. I did read up on no. something that's saying that uh, Bandai is working on the problem right now, but again, this is just mainly for Xbox users, so that's pretty ridiculous. Damn. Once again, um, I'm punished for being an Xbox user. <laughs> First Spider-Man, now this. Yep, yeah, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, that seems to be the shitty parts uh, of most of the game is the, the online for Xbox One, the load times, doesn't matter what system you're on, those are just bad overall. Um, but, I mean, it's an enjoyable game when you get to actually play the game. When you can't play the game, then it's no longer a game. <laughs> you're just staring at a screensaver at that point. And that seems yeah. to be the biggest shit. So, I, I mean, I would, the game plays fine. The constant, the creative fighter is great. It's so, it's just fun. But if I can't show those to any of my friends, what point of any of this game? Yeah, that's very true. Because it's not like these characters are going to be so different than the actual characters in the game. Like you pick from the weapons and styles of the existing characters. There's nothing different that you can pick that a normal character doesn't already have. So it's cool that you can see them. And you can see your character looking cool, but it's a lot more fun if you can have your friends, you know, see what you've made and that kind of thing. Right, exactly. And I completely agree. 
The other shitty thing that I dislike about this game is the fact that it came out already having DLC day one. <laughs> yeah. Do not do that, game developers. Do not do that. You do that, you're just asking for trouble. All you did was just say, yeah, no, we've got a whole bunch of shit made. We just want you to pay for extra shit. You did not give me a $60 <laughs> game. You didn't. No. Nope. You did not give me a $60 game if you did not put the fucking fires in. You gave me a $40 game because that's how much Soul Calibur 1 was, and it had more characters in it. What the fuck? <laughs> like, that's so fucked up that they did that. And, I mean, I'm fine with the whole season pass thing. If you gave me a good-sized roster, like Injustice 2 was a good-sized roster, and then it introduced more characters. Mortal Kombat X yeah. was a good-sized roster. Introducing brand-new characters never before seen in any Mortal Kombat game, and then still gave you more. This, you're giving me people that are in older games. You're not giving me new people. You're not even giving <laughs> me the, the, the people were, that were even introduced in the first game or the second game. Like, it's, it's insane yeah. to me. Especially this is supposed to be taking place around the same time as those early games. Like, why are there some characters that are just not there? Right. It doesn't make any uh, sense. And, and that's the thing. Is they will be there, but you'll have to pay extra for them. If you probably want those yep. characters that are going to be coming out, because I don't think they're going to be celebrity characters, and heaven forbid if they are, I'll tell you why that celebrity <laughs> characters won't work. Because I've got a whole fucking roster filled with them right now. Yeah, that's true. There's no need for any more celebrity characters. I've made tons of them. The one benefit would be that you could have different weapons. You know, if you if you make, like, fucking Mega Man, you could have a Mega Buster or something like that instead of just a sword. But, I mean, not that right. Mega well, Man would be, ever make no sense. But. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not against more weapons. And I think that when they introduce more DLC characters, you'll have that access. So I know that, who is it, Tyra or Tara or whatever, the, the chick with the giant ring? As soon as you download yeah, her, Tyra. not only do you get that weapon, but you get all of her costume uh, pieces for customizing. Oh, so it's not like... That's pretty sweet. It's not like you don't get that stuff. You'll get it for every new fighter that comes out. It's just, it, it just it pisses me off that the game gave me a limited pool of characters when <laughs> Soul Edge, when I looked it up, I think had more characters in that game that it did in this one. <laughs> and then you're making me pay for characters that have already come out. Like yep. in the first game or Soul Edge or the second game. Because I, I guarantee you, like, The Rock, or Rock is going to be in there. And I guarantee you Cassandra will probably be in there. Or, uh, oh, God, I can't remember. Uh, but other people that are Huang. Like, these are characters that, I, at least to me, that were staples. Rock has been in there since Soul Edge. Mm-hmm. Wang's been in there since Soul Edge. Why the fuck aren't they in this game? Like, I love <laughs> yeah. playing as Wang in, uh, in the, uh, Soul Calibur. That was my second go-to after Killick. But he's not even in mm-hmm. this game. Why? I don't fucking know, because I guess they want me to pay $6 for him. <laughs> which is a real problem that, like, every fighting game series seems to have nowadays, which is just... We're not going to give you most of the characters, and we're just going to make you pay for them later. Which I miss the days of, like, they were all in the game, and sometimes they'd be locked, or there was a code you had to put in, you know, like a you know, cheat mm-hmm. code type thing to unlock them. But they, used, they were always in the game. <laughs> the game came with what it came with, and that was it. Instead of just, you have to buy the game piecemeal, especially when games are way more expensive than they ever were before. Like, 60 bucks for this game is kind of insane. 
And then to be like, oh, you're going to have to pay another 30 bucks by the time you want all these characters. Like, $90 for this game? <laughs> like, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. I mean, with all the characters that they're going to be releasing, which it seems like there will be five plus Tyler. So you're going to get a total of six more. That's going to raise up, okay. raise the, the, the roster up to about a $60 game. Maybe 50 <laughs> But the problem is, is the story mode in this game, there are two of them. And I've heard that the one that's the more of an RPG-feeling uh, game is fun. I, I played through it. It's mostly just me smashing A so I can get past all the text because I don't want to read about it. It's a fighting game. <laughs> I just want to get to the fighting. So yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of that. The story mode, uh, the other version, is more like Mortal Kombat where you're playing as characters throughout a story and after a while you'll play as another fighter and after a while you'll play as another fighter Injustice did this as well um, that's fine I don't see the point of all that I don't know it's not, not for me I guess but then yeah I like the old Soul Calibur uh, story mode where like when we used to play it where you get to like pick different paths and it would just be like a map and you know you want to go this way and do this or you want to go this way and do this and then you'd go do a mission where it's like, oh, maybe this one has crazy wind, or maybe you guys do this one without getting or without getting ringed out or something like that. But it'd just be cool there little things that. like that. And they're okay. This game does. Is that yeah, what that this game does offer? The that. RPG one is. Um, yeah, I think the RPG one because there, I know there's a uh, a stage that's completely made of ice, so it's really hard to run okay. around. You'll slip and you could possibly fall off. There is that, there, and it's not like. Terrible, and I've heard, like I said, I've heard that that was the better of the two. Um, I just wish there was more to it because my one of my favorite things in games is unlocking stuff. And when you played the original Soul Calibur, yeah. not only when you played through the arcade mode would you unlock possibly new characters, but you'd also unlock new items for your character that you played with. So an alternate yep. costume or alternate weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. So this one's the more weapons. Was a huge you go through thing. the arcade mode. It is, but you go through the arcade mode here. And then you beat it, and then you just record your time. You get some points that you can use to customize your character, which on the male side, I think there's a total of three or four things that you have to buy with these points. <laughs> but on the yeah. female side, there's probably 12 to 15. Like It's Jesus. ridiculous. I was like, holy shit. <sighs> That's so dumb. So, I don't know. Like, just give me the shit right away. Don't give me points. Just Let me play through your game. To unlock it. Don't give me points to spend on whatever I want. I just want it. I want it now. It'd be better <laughs> if those things were hidden and I didn't know they exist. And then you gave me a piece yeah. of something that I was like, oh man, that's so cool. I didn't even know you, when you played through the game with this, I would get stuff. That's so cool. This is going to make me want to play through the game more and give me a random chance, just like they did with Marvel vs. Capcom 2, where you'd, uh, you'd get those random chances to get those certain characters or whatever to put into your yeah. roster. So it's just give me the randomness. I don't really. Like yeah, you're right. So the way it is, but, like it doesn't matter which mode you do. Like as long as you get those points, like you can just play arcade mode 800 times, and it's going to get you all the same stuff that you're going to get doing the story mode. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Poopy cockas. Poopy cockas. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's a fun game. When, if you like customizing characters and if you like Soul Calibur's gameplay, but besides that, the game really doesn't offer too much more than that. It, it, it's going. Yeah. To, I have to. I, I as much as I love creating new characters in this game, I have to 
see what the new DLC characters would even be before I even fucking spend any money on this shit. Because <laughs> right now, Tyra's not worth it, and five random characters aren't worth it either. You didn't tell me what these characters are. I don't know what these customization packs that are coming with these characters are. If they're just the clothes that those new characters are with the weapon, I don't know if that's worth it. If you give me a pack of random shit, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. This is stuff that yeah. none of the characters have. Like the horse head. That's great. I like It's like that. the like Sims. Like <laughs> you got to buy this and yeah. you get all these different things you can put in there. Exactly. Don't just give me the, the clothes off the fucking fighter's back and call it a customized or a custom character pack or clothing pack or whatever the fuck they're calling <laughs> it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But yeah, I don't know. It just it does section. seem a little underwhelming in that why did it take this many years to get another Soul Calibur game out when you really didn't add very much <laughs> that's graphically or content wise, like why? <laughs> yep. Kind of silly. And I guess man. we got the the objects. Like, I don't remember that in the creative fighter, but a lot of those, like the armor pieces and the, and the clothing stuff, like that's all the same stuff that was in old creative character mode. <laughs> I recognize so many pieces of it. Is it? Yep. That's been around forever. Hmm. Yeah. It's depressing, but yeah. it's got good moments. There's no doubt about it, but yeah, it's kind of so sad. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. But we'll see how the DLC goes, and then I'll let you know if I budge. But other than that, uh, this is a true testament to uh, possibly uh, the leader, or not the leadership, the uh, the followers of this show. There'd probably be zero still, <laughs> still with that zero. Um, but I am doing. Uh, the 24-hour gaming events this uh, this weekend for uh, oh, yeah. Extra Life for the Seattle uh, Seattle Children's Hospital. So whenever Kevin uh, uh, posts the sh- the show in Facebook, I will put a link in the comments below. That way, if you guys want to donate to uh, Seattle, Seattle Children's Hospital, uh, that would be amazing. Definitely helps. Uh, it doesn't help me out because I'm gonna. I have to do this thing no matter what. And this year they are. <laughs> they won't take me at that way, hospital. I'm said I'm too old. This. Yeah, exactly. So in a way, I guess I'm <laughs> sponsoring this this year. Uh, it is underneath C and D Games, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we'll see how this goes. And like I said, I'll put the comments down below. So should be good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I like that. Indeed, we might we might do the podcast again this year with me half asleep. <laughs> I hope so. That was one of my favorite shows of all last year. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> Stupid ice cream Pokemon reminds me of every time I gotta get my truck fixed. <laughs> what did uh, I just what? say? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I just remember saying that stuff and then just, like, kind of, like, coming back to and just realizing I was just mumbling things that I have no idea what I was saying. Oh, God. It was great. 
<laughs> oh, that was some good stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah, we can that, get you in that, that same a, state. I mean, you just do a a, a podcast with me at five. What time was that? Like five o'clock in the morning? I think my time seven yours. Yep, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. God, that <laughs> we'll do awful, a special man. story time with Pete episode where you just tell stories the whole time <laughs> and see oh if any of them make coherent sense. <laughs> yeah, <We're> good. <laughs> I'm very cohesive. I'm very cohesive when I'm sleepy. <laughs> very oh, shit. <laughs> yep, yeah. that's good stuff. Well, yeah. So how was how was your uh, your big Halloween weekend? Oh, oh, it was pretty lame. It's pretty bad. Oh. Um, it wasn't bad, Damn. but it was dumb. See, the problem is I don't have any family around here, so I have to go to apparently other people's families, and uh, those <laughs> are never fun. And I'm not very, uh, I'm not a very personal guy when it comes to like large groups of people. If it's like one on one or like yeah. one on two or three, it's fine. But when it's a group of people, I'm the only guy who's not talking to anybody, just standing normally in a corner, just staring at everyone like a weirdo. I don't know what to say. I don't know what questions to ask. I don't care. That's, I think, my biggest thing is I have <laughs> no no want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't, I'm never going to see you again. So what I ask you and what you answer with my question is, I don't care. So why the fuck am I going to waste my time? It's not like it I'm has not no bearing on the like rest you. of my life. Exactly. So, like, I went to Gully's family's house. Nobody talked to me. I didn't talk to anybody. And then we left at about an hour later to go to a different party, which was this weird, like, polyamorous party where oh. everybody was there. And they were all polyamorous, which was a very unique party, I suppose. I mean, nobody was just yeah. doing it. Everywhere. Um, Damn it! But I was promised an orgy. Were, yeah. So, but there were couples there, but the couples aren't together. I put that in quotes because they're together, yeah. but they're not together. They're polyamorous. So then. So there was. They're together, but they're also together with like three other people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But here's the weirdest thing. So, we'll start off with this. There's this guy named Nick, who is there. And he was... Was it your brother? No. Man, this guy was... So, he had kind of like longer hair and a mustache. He was a white guy. And then he also had glasses on. Now, try to picture that, all right? So, now, this guy... Maybe think of Gomez from the Adams Family. (laughs) All right? But longer hair. All right. So... Like a hippie Gomez. Kind of, but not as energetic. This guy would kind of come up to you, and he would listen. I cannot. He was creepy as fuck. Hmm. Is what I'm trying to get at. But 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 it was one of those guys that you could you could talk to, and you knew he would listen to you. It was just really weird. He would like, oh man, it's so weird. So this is the guy. This guy and his partner. I say partner because they're polyamorous. uh, Own this house. And they also have a roommate there as well who's also polyamorous. So he's like, all right, well, you know, we got a few new people. I just walked into the place. He's like, all right, we got a few new people. Uh, let's do the grand tour of the house. Uh, that way you guys know where everything's at. And I was like, all right, let's do this weird thing. 
So we're touring his house. This is the lube room. Place, yeah, well, the first place we go to is his bedroom. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, this is kind of weird. But he shows us his bedroom, and I was like, this is super strange. So then we walk past his bedroom to a closet that has nothing but onesies in it. It's just a closet <laughs> full of onesies. So, so then he brings us uh, around to the living room area where there was a bookshelf, shows us this bookshelf, which he's paid so much attention to this bookshelf that I swear to God, I thought he was going to pull a book and we were going to go into a secret room. But no, that's it. <laughs> showing us this bookshelf with a bunch of weird-ass books. After that, we go down to the basement. Next big room he shows us is another bedroom. He kind of brings us all into the bedroom shows us the bed, shows us another clo- uh, closet filled with costumes, and then we leave that room to go to his garage where he does a, he's got like a workshop kind of thing. And then we go up to his roommate's fucking bedroom. I was like, what the fuck? This is the weirdest thing I've ever been a part of at a party. So we look at all of these yeah. fucking bedrooms, and we go back downstairs, and then I asked Gull, I was like, Gull, what the fuck was this all about? I was like, oh, it's just just in the case, you know, uh, usually at the end of the night, everybody just kind of gets together. I'm assuming at the end of the night, there's just orgies. That's the only thing that I <laughs> yep. can think of. It's just orgies. Sounds like happening. it. So I'm talking to this Nick guy up over by the dining room area, and like I said, he's very, it's unnerving. It's unnerving talking. <laughs> um, we're talking to him, and then this other chick walks up, and she starts talking about weird freak night thing that happens in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and they start talking about uh, consent and all this other shit. And it goes like, hey, uh, uh, what's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, nothing, man. I don't know. He's like, did you want to go? I was like, yes, I'd like to, I'd like to leave. Please. <laughs> we should probably I'd like to go going. back in time and keep myself from ever even coming here to begin with. <laughs> I have no problem with this polyamorous life. It sounds like an amazing life. But if this is how you have to act, I don't want any part. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Was, it seemed like I was in another realm there, dude. That's the only way I can really. really it, it's just like everybody was super. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was just super goddamn bizarre. This guy is fucking huge, mungus. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's weird. Know, but, so, did you talk to anybody else there? Like, were the other people? Any more normal? So, no. I mean, there weren't as unnerving <laughs> as this Nick guy was. Well, wasn't as, good. like, creepy as him. But they were, it was weird because it seemed like everybody was very much alike. So they were very, like, Ooh. very Seattle-ish, all right? Very hippie-hippie. Oh, God. Uh, uh, loves water and trees. Um, <laughs> very strange. Um but they were just kind of like very welcoming, which is cool. They're very welcoming people. But okay, it, it, just, it, nice. takes, it, it, it kind of takes you off guard because it's like, I wouldn't say that I'm an unwelcoming person. Probably while I was there, I was definitely unwelcoming because I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> but like when I actually do talk, I usually like try to have a conversation with somebody like, oh, you know, what do you do? Oh, that's really cool. You know, how's that? Or what? You know, I, I don't try to be unwelcoming. These people are just like, oh, mm-hmm. do you want me to paint on your face? I can make like a giraffe kind of like look on your face as they're like kind of like twirling their hair and like running their hands through their hair. And then another guy's like, Oh, how's it going? My name's Jeff. What's your name? I was like, Oh, my name's Pete. And he's like, Oh, that's a really cool name. Um, 
That's uh, really cool. So I picked it where, myself. Where do you? It's like so. Where, 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 where are you from, Pete? I was like, oh, Tacoma. Like, oh, oh, I like Tacoma. There's a lot of really cool places. So it's just like, what the fuck? Where the fuck am I? Like, I, I can't talk to you. I can't talk to any of you guys. It's too weird. Sounds like they all did like quaaludes or something before you got there. <laughs> I know, man. It's They're all tripping balls on something. Oh, oh God! Why did Troy text me? <laughs> he heard you talking about polyamory. <laughs> Give this poly my number. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, we were only there for man, probably less than an hour at that place. Um, I know that <laughs> these were like uh, friends of, of Gully's. So Gully, so when they went to Critical over the summer, which is that like week long kind of Burning Man esque festival kind of thing. Oh yeah. Uh, he met a, he met a few of them while he was there. So they introduced him to a party and a few friends. I guess a, a, maybe a month ago. So they said, oh, they're also having a Halloween party this weekend. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll come and I'll bring my friends. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go with. Uh, so Gully knows a few of them, but I wouldn't say he's the best of friends with any of them. He just knows oh, okay. them and decides to go there. <laughs> Has he ever stayed for the thing. orgy? <laughs> so that is the next thing. Uh, apparently, we talked to him <laughs> yesterday, and he says the next time he goes there, he will be staying the night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so. He's going to be I in that, that, that guy's bedroom. Like, hey, man, how's it going? You want to play some Smash Brothers? Get out of here. Get out of here, go. <laughs> Next time you see him, he's gonna be like converted into their whole lifestyle. It'll be like some some weird zombie plague. Like, oh no, they got Kali. Oh God, Troy, his things are super weird. His sentences are just like his Facebook comments. <laughs> he said, "Hey man, how's it been?" I said, "It's going, my good man. How are you?" He says, "Prepare yourself, everyone." <laughs> It's been real. I'm oh, sorry. It's been really awesome because I went with my parents to the Irish girls volleyball game yesterday. It was fun. I've been on the big screen twice on two TVs. <laughs> Somewhere in there, there was a coherent sentence. <laughs> Irish girls. I don't know. How, I don't even know what that means. That awesome. <laughs> And hey, like are Irish you girls. Or Nick and the rest of the fam coming over to the Jenks Thanksgiving like ours, <laughs> me, and my parents? What the fuck sentence was that? Let's start over. And hey, are you or Nick and the rest of the fam coming over to the Jenks Thanksgiving like ours, me, and my parents? <laughs> I, mean, I followed that one, but... I, I mean, I would have to assume that there's pretty slim chance of you making it, considering you haven't made the last, what, 20 of them? <laughs> Even when you lived here, I don't think you were, you were there very often. <laughs> I don't think I ever went to the Thanksgiving ones. I went to most of the parties, though. When I was living there. Yeah, like the summertime for sure. I, yeah, summertime I'd always go to those ones. I don't think I've ever been to a Jank Thanksgiving 
I think I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't. Other grandmas, actually. Yeah, that could be. Because I know Christmas, it was easier because uh, the Jake family would do it on Christmas Day, and my mom's side would always do it on Christmas Eve. So uh, oh, we nice. split it, which made made it super easy. But yeah, this Thanksgiving, I don't ever think I've been there. I did say I won't be able to make it to that one, but I wish I could have <laughs> jank turkey. <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> this is good. Welcome to our podcast, everyone, where I get to talk to my weird cousin <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Oh, good times. <laughs> the best of times. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a weird party, and but I did get a lot of compliments on my Sweet Sweet uh, steampunk outfit, which is good because that is going to probably be my Halloween costume for the next three to four years. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and possibly Comic-Cons, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely going to every single Comic-Con with that. If I ever go to a Comic-Con or any kind of Game Con, any con, I will be <laughs> Or a wedding. No doubt about that. <laughs> or any wedding. A New I'm Hampshire wedding. Wear that. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I definitely look fucking badass. There's no doubt about it. So <laughs> I don't see why not. Damn, I got to see this at some that. point. Yeah, <laughs> man. There's two more pieces that I'm going to get from Amazon probably Ooh. someday. Uh There'll be a fancy mustache. Pretty great. No, I already have one of those on my face. <laughs> hmm. Mustache wax, but. so you can make it extra fancy. <laughs> Ooh, now that's a good point. Now I need a pocket watch. Every student oh. has a pocket watch, and I found one for seven True. bucks. And then I found a different hat on Amazon for twenty dollars. Uh, if you've seen any of the ones that Beta's been wearing. Um, apparently <laughs> it's kind of similar to that, uh, but man hmm. one, not female fe- one. <laughs> so female. <laughs> but I got a pretty fucking badass vest and uh, a shirt and some other stuff that goes with this. So pretty, pretty happy with it. I was gonna get a cane. Dang. I was just thinking to myself, do I want to walk around with a cane? Probably not. <laughs> Probably don't want to walk around with a cane. People will probably yeah. think I'm old. <laughs> well, you're obviously old. You're from the 1800s. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> True that, Oh. <laughs> uh, by the way, have you seen that but, trailer yeah. for uh, that uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley Sherlock Holmes movie? Yeah, I did see that, actually. <laughs> That looks interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they're back together, but it is a very weird duo. Yeah. It seems like a weird concept for them to be tackling, but could be we'll see how right. that one goes. <laughs> Have Hopefully some cocaine. Just along with <laughs> <laughs> you watch your mouth. Step Brothers is a masterpiece. That drags so bad. It drags so bad. That doesn't drag that bad. It drags pretty bad for a good portion. (laughs) Then it starts to kind of get better towards the end. By that point, you've just been drunk through the dirt. You're like, I don't care. It's just end. (laughs) 
Oh, man. I love that movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. There's some funny parts, but god damn. <laughs> I don't know. I watched it fairly recently, and I was I was on board all the way through. <laughs> it's just some people you can't break, and Kevin's one of them. You just can't do it with Kevin. Like, That's what everyone man. says. You just can't do it with Kevin. <laughs> you just can't. He'll do you back. It's not what you wanted. <laughs> Would you like to see my bedroom? Here's my roommate's bedroom. <laughs> Weird. So Good times. But, yeah. I suppose. That's what you want to call them. Uh, yeah. That's that. That's that, I suppose. Indeed. Um, you want to try to do Soul Calibur when we're done with this podcast? <laughs> Give it one more shot. Uh, sure. Give it a shot real quick before I pass out and die. <laughs> oh, Maybe in that order. You're dying. <laughs> well, it's better to die yeah. after the passing of outs than to die before <laughs> the passing of outs. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, guess what? Um, you know, Nick's moving uh, this Saturday. Oh, okay. And uh, today, I was playing, I opened up the old Pokemon Go, and I finally, for the first time ever, got an invite to one of those, like, EX raids. Oh, Lugia? And it's on Saturday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Can I postpone this? <laughs> Use it at Damn, a different time. What level are you on that game? You have it pretty high. Uh, like 32. Damn. Yeah, that's the one where they don't make fun of you anymore. <laughs> yes. I can hang out with all the cool Tacoma kids now. <laughs> Finally. I still can't believe that Asian guy said that I was lame for being 20-something. You're lame. <laughs> yeah. You're Just because you lame. invented this game. <laughs> Stupid Asian. <laughs> it's not my fault you were born playing this game. You had it in the womb. All those miles your mom walked hatched you so many eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I I'll probably just miss it, but I think it's some. I think they're on like uh, the Oxus or something I never heard of. So I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't need Dang, that. That's, that's crazy badly. though. That sucks. If it was still too, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> With my luck, I'd probably go and like I wouldn't even catch it anyway. I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh, I did all this. Well, <laughs> I used all my balls and still nothing. Uh, apparently that Meltland, Metland, whatever the hell that land is, you don't even know what I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about anymore. The stupid little uh, whiteout thing with a thing on its head. Yep. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> apparently that is uh, Albino Ditto. new mythic. 
the, the new mythic for, I think, the new generation that will be coming out, and it's the first mythic that ever evolved. There's an actual evolved version of that thing. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. No, like, no. was this not... Yeah. This isn't the newest generation of Pokemon, though. Like, this is, what, Gen 4? <laughs> How are they just Did now Gen having them? Like, oh. oh, yeah, unfortunately. New, uh, oh, damn it. Really? Oh, man, I have to get back in, because that's when I actually got back into Pokemon. I love that oh, one. Got yeah. Shinx in there. Oh, I got a Shinx. Oh, I love Shinx. <laughs> yeah, I named him Star Fox. <laughs> oh why? Shinx is already a great name. Because <laughs> it rhymes with pink. Uh, really cool. Well, <laughs> that's part of it. But still a great name. There's but some anyway, balloon thing I got a shiny of. <laughs> Probably so many good ones. I really Oh balloon thing. Oh yeah, drift bloom, I think. Yeah, that's it. Oh man. I liked Generation Four. I think it was Generation Five is when it decided to shut on everyone's chest. <laughs> That's what I think was just ice cream. <laughs> this one's made yeah, out of toothpicks. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's this is uh, the MacGyver. Is, it's just shitty ones at five, and then six <laughs> kind of got well. It got better than five because five is the bottom of the barrel. Six has some good ones, <laughs> and then seven is the one with the Alolan ones. Oh. Sun and moon. So you'll see. That's right. You'll see those in about another two years, three years maybe. But yeah, <laughs> they're doing the they're doing the Metland because uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are coming out, and they promised that there'd be a new Pokemon for that game. But it seems like you can oh. only get it through Pokemon Go because you can't get it any other way. I don't even know how you get it. They appeared for a short time, but then when you caught it, it just turned into a Ditto, and then I've never seen one again since. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, beats me. I don't fucking I have any idea. That game's a mystery to me. <laughs> it's a mystery. Like what happens at a polyamory party? After the lights go out. <laughs> God, then they just play who's in my mouth. <laughs> it's just that goes in the name. Dracula. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Would you like to step into my room? No. <laughs> now Not take really. off your vampire fangs. Take off your vampire pants. <laughs> uh-huh. And then let Dracula. <laughs> I don't know. That's as far as I got. Someone smudged my instructions. I still got my instructions. vampire shirt on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess take the vampire shirt off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes. <laughs> All righty. I think this episode needs to be concluded. I think we're done here. Yeah. I think we've said all that we have to say. <laughs> so... Without further ado, this has been another amazing episode with the original Janksters. I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. And as always, remember to flip your tip and have a great rest of your weekend. Week. It's Monday. Have a great rest uh. of your week. Mm-hmm.